nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to this week's Nerdables. It's a marvelous night. We are going to be talking Captain Marvel, the Guardians of the Galaxy, and the new trailer for the uh, Endgame. No, we're not. No? Nope. Did you see it? Nope. Will not see it. There's really nothing there. I do not care. Everyone no, always tells me that. No, there isn't. Everyone tells me that, and then I see it. And I'm disappointed. I do not want to see it. I have there, no interest. I have one no, thing it shows. I have and no the interest. The toys already ruined it. Doesn't matter. I haven't seen the toys either. So I have no interest in seeing it. I'm tired of For seeing you updates who gets about upset it. About seeing spoilers in toys, you should understand. <laughs> but uh, he doesn't want to know what I have, that is. It's it's not a big deal. He already he already knows about it. Doesn't I, matter. I know he already knows about it because we've discussed it before. But I won't mention it. Yeah, I have uh, no interest. So anyways, welcome to this week's Nerdables. <laughs> I'm R.A., joined by Chris and Ethan. i to figure out how to miss it if I go see a movie, with, although with my... Uh, if you go see Dumbo, you're going to see it. I'm probably not going to see Dumbo. I really don't need to cry again. You're going to see whatever you're going to see. You're probably going to see it. Anything between yeah. now and then. Well, it's interesting is... Um, Especially because uh, the trailer's already out online. Yeah, no, it's been it's been well, difficult. I've I've gotten rid of you know in a week or so that the the TV spots are going to start hitting too. Yeah, well, good thing is I don't watch a lot of TV anymore. So yeah, but you, watch, easy you part, watch a lot of sports. Yeah, but I don't watch a lot of sports where I stay in on. Uh, you can just change the channel. So. <laughs> yeah, and I don't really For watch a lot of sports that have those. Um. So, anyways, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Everybody here seen it. We'll say spoilers if you haven't. Apparently, we're the only ones that saw it because so many people said it was so bad before it even came out because you know Brie Larson is a racist. Well, that's what that, I wanted to talk uh, to you about. That with nobody this. went to see it at all. So we're the only people that saw it. It's not doing very well. It's made no money. Only the people overseas have seen it because apparently that's all. The well, no, no not even overseas. Like domestically, it didn't do anything. Uh, internationally, overseas, it didn't it made, do like, anything. Yeah, it was like four days in. It was already, you know, it was just, it was tanking, and it, but it was already, you know, making more money than five totals of Marvel movies beforehand. It's mm-hmm. insane. It's at seven, what is it, like 760 as of today, something like that? 760 worldwide. It's going to cross a billion dollars. 266 and, domestically. When it, when it did 455 in its first weekend, yeah. I already knew that it was going to be... Between the eight hundred to one billion yeah. mark. I think I, I put it through the thread or whatever that in four days it had surpassed. What was it? It was like Thor, Iron Man. I think it was like Iron it was Man like two. it was like one of the yeah. the first three years. It was like Hulk. It was Hulk. Iron Man. Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah, Iron Man. No, it was Iron Man and Thor, or it was Thor Captain America. Iron Thor Man and was Captain Iron. America. That's what it was. Thor Captain America and Incredible Hulk. Mm. And you know, people are like, "Well, no big deal. They didn't make a lot of money." I was like, "No, that's their entire release." Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel made that in four days. Right. Now things are, you know, obviously ticket prices are a little bit more. Those are three early films, but it's but still also the track record of Marvel. Everybody knows they're going to like a movie like. But that. it's also the the idea of those numbers is yes, the, the the cost of a ticket is more and what have you. But it's not that much more that four days versus you know yeah. ten weeks. Tickets for some went of these from films. ten dollars to twelve dollars yeah. or something like that. It's not like it's just a lot more people went to see those kind of the, that that film in a very mm. quick amount of time. Oh yeah, I mean, it, I'm still trying to figure out when to go again. <laughs> so, 
So Wonder Woman domestically did four twelve. It's opening weekend. Or all time. Um, domestic gross. Was uh, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's so far. And it's like seven sixty total. No, no, that was Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Captain Marvel. No, no, because I, I was just comparing comparing the two. Cause, I mean, it's almost apples to apples. Um, so it did it four twelve its entire domestic run, mm-hmm. and what Captain Marvel's halfway there in a, ten days. It's already there, I think, in its domestic. Domestically, it's two. What did I say? Two twenty six or something. Is it? Yeah. Um, it's got to be higher than that. It was one fifty in its first weekend. Captain Marvel's two sixty six in ten days. Two sixty six. Mm. Yeah, then yeah. If you do a comparison, um, what was it? Hunger Games Hunger did two forty eight. It's for, in ten days. Just to kind of give you a comparison. So I mean, it's right up there with you know. Yeah. No, it's going to do well, and it still has you know. About a month before everybody's going to get ready for the next movie, basically. No. Sorry. Avengers is at the end of April. I know. I'm saying. So it's got a month. What did I just say? <laughs> it has about a month until the next movie comes out. Um, what, what's between now and then? There's nothing big, is there? Well, you just said Dumbo. Oh, Dumbo, Dumbo's. yeah. Probably the biggest... And that's but I don't see Dumbo taking taking a huge spot. I mean, it's new, yeah. But it's gonna take one number one, obviously. Well, look what Beauty and the Beast did. Beauty and the Beast did a billion dollars. It did like it did. I think seven hundred domestically. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy what that thing did. And then you know, Aladdin and Lion King are probably gonna do that too. Here's what's crazy. What's the Wandering Earth? Because so far here in 2019, Captain Marvel's number one was 760. The Wandering Earth is 692. How to Train Your Dragons, 466. Alita is 394. And then Glass is 245. Ever heard of it? Made 692. I mean, there's Wonder Park. Nope, this is The Wandering Earth. This has got to be something in China or something. It's weird that all three of us have something that literally connects to global information. And yeah, I know. But yes, it has I'm something to be looking... nearly $700 million for a movie that we've never even heard of. It's kind of interesting. Right. Well, that tells you what the overseas, I mean, how much the overseas market. Yeah, that's why Iron Man 4 is going to be in Chinese. <laughs> it's going to be nothing. All the, all the robots are going to be in Chinese. They're gonna yeah, have John, a... John Shu Park is going to be the next uh, Iron Man. It is. A, it's like a Chinese movie. So the martial arts movie. Lu Ling Di Kui. Is Plus, the, that's is amazing. the Chinese name. I'm probably butchering that. Yeah, but. it's done 5.8 million domestically. The sun was dying out. Well, it's probably People not. Uh, all around the world. It's probably not translated. Thrusters. Is it a fantasy movie? Yeah. It's basically. They love those, like the Great Wall or whatever that Matt Damon movie. Oh yeah, it did amazing over there. <laughs> Nobody saw it over here. Um, okay, so spoilers, Captain Marvel. <laughs> it's basically a movie about how they put thrusters on the Earth to move it because the sun is dying out. They're trying to find... That sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to see that now. They're trying to find or get Earth to a new star system. Except, wouldn't it... You need more than thrusters. Without that's, the sun, the planet that's, would die. That's what you're worried about. It's a movie about putting <laughs> thrusters on the planet to move it, and you're like, well, you need more than thrusters. 
Yes, you need a lot more science than that. Yes. Um, so, Captain Marvel. Um, Does not have thrusters in, on the planet. She has, She is a thruster. She is a thruster herself, yes. Um, Hashtag me too. So, I'll start with Chris. Chris, what did you think? Because, I mean, you know her original origin, you know the... <laughs> Here's the funny thing. They updated her origin in Marvel Comics. That's not the origin in the film. Right, I was just gonna say that's that was the weirdest thing to me. I thought they updated the origin in the comics in order to make it more in line with what we were gonna see in sure. the movie. <clears throat> and the trailers kind of lead you towards that because they do show the shot of the blue blood coming out of her nose, right? And so you read the recent miniseries Life of Captain Marvel, you find out she's a half breed. Her mother is Cree and her father's human, or maybe it's the other way around. But one of her parents is Cree, one of her parents is human, and. So I really thought, okay, this is going to be the new origin. And you get through the film. No, her original origin is that she's a human. Right. It's not her original origin. She was, her original origin as a human, she gets, she gets hit by the Negabomb or whatever. Yes. You know, in this case, it's that hyperdrive or what have you. With she gained, Yeah, she gains her powers there. But she is human. In the comics, she never goes to Kree. She never... Right. She never goes to Hala. She never... Uh, oh, no, Hala's the... No, Hala's the Skrull homeworld. Hollows the Cree homeworld. Hollows the Cree homeworld. Home. Yeah. What's the Skrull homeworld? I know it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, so there's some. Uh, some here in, in the film, she's she's a purebred like human. Or gets, yeah. So she has the original origin in terms of her powers. Right. And then, but she's then adopted by the Cree in order to try and brainwash her or whatever. Marvel being a female this time. Just a flip. Yeah. It's for for all the characters that you were going to take and kind of change or to twist a little, you know, you kind of knew from the start as soon as they showed Annette Bening's character, like, that's got to be a Cree. Yeah. Um, Which, did she not seem like she was doing, um, oh, God, I lost his name from Top Gun. Iceman? No. Tom Cruise? No. Goose? No. Who else is left? Um, Jester? Jester. No, not Jester. No, Jester's Michael Ironside. No, yeah, not Jester. Uh, The other, uh, the base commander. Jester. Base commander Steve? No. I forget his name now. It's Tom's... Tom Skerritt's the... Yeah, Tom Skerritt. Um, I'm trying. It's one of my favorite lines. It's the holy, holy beep. He's saying Goose and Maverick are... Ah, because he he flies in one of the sorties. Yeah, and then he tells him at the end, if you need a co-pilot, I'd be happy. Well, no, but he flies in the the sortie, and is it Viper? Yeah. That's what it was. Holy S, it's Viper. Yeah, he's probably saying, holy S, it's Maverick and Goose. Yeah, sure, he's saying that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He would not be allowed to have the name Viper either. Um, But did he not... Did she not seem like that's the... She based her character on that? She was a little more happy than Viper ever was. Well, I th- but I think that I, Beth, I think, read something where she said that she did when she was researching her role. Oh, I'm sure all of them saw it. She, I mean, the, Monica and Carol's relationship is so Goose and Maverick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the signs, the scene of her walking down the flight line and stuff like that. So The, the higher, further, faster. Um, in terms of the film, I like the film. I like the film a lot. Uh, it's not going to rank in one of my favorites. That's very hard to do now with right. the number of films that I've enjoyed, and the characters that I feel closer to, like Thor. That that you know, there's a bias for two of the Thor movies because he's in them. Um, that's paced well. 
it, the beginning is super confusing. Yes. As then not confusing. It's wrong. Not not really the beginning. As she starts to get sort of those memories and everything back. Right. 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 When she's being um, tortured by the scrolls, like what the hell is going on here? But I think it's way it. It works, it but it's it works when, because it was supposed to be like that because that's what right, she's feeling. Right, but in, in in the film, especially for people that are not, you know, for for some of the younger audiences that have really attached themselves to this film, that's probably the scene where they go, "I don't know what's going on. I yeah. don't care." Get back to punching people. Uh, Brie Larson's great. If she's she's a little stiff, but I think she does a soldier role real well. Yeah. Uh, I like Sam Jackson. I don't like him as Nick Fury. I don't like Fury in this. But he really wasn't Fury. He's not Fury. And that's he's, that's that's my problem. And But see, that's what I liked about it was that this he, isn't the, well, he's here's not the thing. that that character yet. Okay, well, the, 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 I, I thought the film was was really good. I think it's got some really great puncture moments and and uh, emotional moments. It has those you know, the, the the Wonder Woman crossing the the no man's land moments of like holy crap, this is going to happen. Right. Um so all in all, I liked it. We can get to the, we can get to the thing of Fury later after everyone kind of says their thing, and then we'll talk about Fury. We'll do it that way. Okay. So no, I, I enjoyed it. It's a good film. It's not. A, it's it's like I said. It's not one of my favorites. It. I had more of a reaction to it than I did to something like Ant Man that yeah. I didn't rush out to see again. I wouldn't mind seeing this again. If you're comparing this one and Wonder Woman, oh, it's much better put together than Wonder Woman. That's, Wonder, yeah. Wonder Woman's a mess. Yeah. To me, the first the first third of Wonder Woman is completely pointless. Well, going back, and the end is terrible. Unfortunately, it's it's like you haven't watched Justice League, but in a way, it's like Justice League. It feels like two different directors ha- were doing yeah. their things. No, and and I, and I think it's unfair to compare the two because they're trying to accomplish completely different things and a different. Sure. They're a different genre type of film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because the thing with superheroes, everyone's like, "Oh, a superhero film is just a superhero film." No, it isn't. I mean, Captain America: Winter Soldier is a thriller. Right. It's really like, I mean, that's almost Manchurian Candidate brought to a superhero. Oh, level totally. And stuff like that. So that type of, I don't think it's fair to compare those films, and I think it's it's a disservice to just be like, "Well, they have female stars." Right. So that's the that's what we're talking that's about. Kind of, you know. I know people are doing it. I think it's unfair. Yeah. I think it's unfair to both films, and I think it also. I think they accomplished some of the same things, mm-hmm. but that's not what they set out to do. Wonder Woman really, to its credit, does not set out to try and be a part of this bigger DC universe because of its timeline. Right. Where Captain Marvel does. So to part a degree. Of, well, I mean, because it's no, in the it, 90s. it slides into everything that's in. There's so much in there, and we'll get to that because yeah, it changes I mean, a lot, or or it tweaks a lot, or there's a lot of things you look at it and go, oh. Okay, it's it's a definitely a prequel film, and we'll we'll get to it. Let's go around. Yeah, and, Ethan, and have what about everybody's... you? No, it's definitely. I really enjoyed it. I think uh, definitely one of my favorite out of recent Marvel films. Uh, I mean, because Infinity War was crap, right? I mean, if, if you were terrible. just taking <laughs> Phase Three, because Phase Three has been going on for quite a while. You know, it wasn't like the first two phases where. You know, you were done with the phase within two years, almost two and a half, three years. Well, a lot more movies. Yeah, there's, there's, there's phase ten three. movies in this phase. Phase three will also have two Avengers films in it. So. Right. No. Usually, the Avengers films were the cut of the yeah. correct of the phase. But yeah, I think it does a really good job giving you an idea who Carol is. Um, for a lot of people like myself who haven't read um, Captain Marvel. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it had a lot of heart moments. It had 
good action, and Brie Larson is amazing in it. And I love the dynamic between her and Maria. Uh, I felt like um, their friendship, it gives a good connection and, and gets the audience to get that feeling that they're basically... Monica's the daughter. I knew Monica's the daughter. I was like, wait, is it Maria? I couldn't remember. Um, but yeah. Sometime. Um, and, and like Brie Larson says in interviews, she said it, it is a love story between her and Maria because it's that friendship love and you really right. do get that feeling and it, you know, there's a lot of moments between the two of them that I started getting a little like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> start getting a little choked <laughs> up. And I was Ooh, like, okay. This is going to no, be not like that. <laughs> I, was, I was getting a little choked up because it's just, you know, you think about like their friendship, you think about your own friendships and it's just like, it gives a good relationship to give the audience something to relate to. I want to see Maria's character in Shield or something, you know. Mm. I want her to show up where she is one of the the top agents now or she's been, you know, almost like a winter soldier type thing where she comes back, but not necessarily the You're not going to see Maria at all, you're going to see Monica. Yeah, I know. It's That's the reason to make her as old as she was in that film is that she would. Be I, I realized to be that towards the end, binary or photon already. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I realized that when when I was watching it towards, especially when you, when you see Monica look up at the sky when Marvel flies off, you know, I knew she's going to wait till she it's she just, comes back. Brody. Oh yeah, totally. next time. Yeah, when you're drunk, I'm going to steal it from you, <laughs> and I'm going to look totally different. Yeah, but no, I just the way. I forget the actress's name who played Maria, but she did a phenomenal job where it's like, I would love to see more with mm-hmm. her in it. Yeah. Just, you know, even her story. Well, even, I mean, uh, to kind of uh, sidetrack, the way they mentioned that what they're planning to do for the sequel is still a prequel, where it's just going to continue off of this movie, still set like in the 90s, but it's just going to continue on the story, which I think is an interesting idea, especially because you're going to be jumping the timeline a lot because you're going to see... Well, Carol that's where I, that's in, where I think you're going to see. Avengers. I think you're going to see Monica there because as old as she yeah. is there, you can go up ten years and she's yeah. eighteen, nineteen. She could have already been in the Air Force Academy. Yeah. So, and the music was great in this movie. I, I loved, you know, especially because you know, growing up in the '90s, a lot of the music that you hear in it, you it just brings a lot of nostalgia back to it. And I, I thought the music was really good. Put a pin in that. I want to talk about that too. I was good. Yeah, there's something I want to talk about that. Yeah, one. no, we'll go through the go through the main parts and then we'll bring up a couple of things. Yeah, yes. I mean that's pretty much it, I think. And then the uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about it later, but the mid credit scene just gave me chills. So I was just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm we'll ready. do that too. <laughs> um, you said one of your favorites of the recent. Where is it overall? Have you seen all twenty? You've seen all twenty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty one. Twenty. Yeah, it's twenty one. Yeah. I was the one that had the number right, and then I screwed it up. Doctor Strange was the only one I didn't see in the theater. I saw that hmm. when it came out. I, I really didn't care for Doctor Strange. Still kind of really don't care for him. But Maybe you'll care for Doctor Strange too because there was a... Uh, Maybe you'll care for him because he's going to die. The director uh, kind of maybe may have accidentally released a uh, tease of somebody that may be in it. Mm-hmm. So where if you put it in, is it in that top half, bottom half? In the recent ones, I would no, say... No, I mean overall. Oh, overall? You got, you got you got 20 other films. Is it in that top so 10 it or is it in the bottom 10, 10? bottom 10? Can you move one of your Iron Mans down? Yes. <laughs> I think we've already moved my Iron Mans down. Um, I would say in the top 10. You know, maybe closer to like the 8 or 9 spot. It's so hard. Uh, yeah. Know, I, I want to do a ranking show. We will. There's it a lot, of, there's a lot of the other ones that I enjoyed a lot more. But this one's definitely, you know, I think in the top ten. Well, that one list we saw where did where they did rank them, I saw that it it was uh, Captain Marvel was ranked fourteen. 
Do you think it's a fair assessment for it, Chris? 14? Out of the 85 films that are in that rank system yeah. for those three people? I don't care. <laughs> that 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 whole list is just beyond. Oh, I know it is, but I mean, I, I, I can't stand it. If you if you were, I know we we talked about we, we're going to come up with a grading scale to kind of make it more of a fair. Well, it's not a grading scale. It's we all assign points to them. I mean, right. the, the only way to do it if you're going to do it with multiple people is you take the list of 21 films and you give 21 points to your favorite film and you give one point to your least favorite film, mm-hmm. and then you merge those. So you know, we take something like. You know, let's take Winter Soldier that I think between the three of us would probably be like 21, 21, and 20. Correct. It's probably going to be up there, but you never know if it's, you get five people and it's 21, 21, 20, but 10 and 11, but everybody gives Endgame 18 all the way across, that may be the right. leader. So that's the fun way to do it when you've got multiple people to, to kind of do that thing is you take the number of entries and you just assign a point scale to it. So I really, I enjoyed it. I, I had fun watching it. Um... Did you the see things, it twice? No, I ha- actually... Uh, That's interesting. No. A lot of Marvel films you see twice in the first weekend. Honestly, I would have gone to see it a second time, but I just have not physically had You know, the time. funny thing is... We were, when, I was gonna go, after gymnastics tournaments and stuff, then yes. Uh, the funny thing, I was going to go Tuesday when AMC has their $5 tickets, and I literally looked it up, and there was not an empty seat except the very front row. Yeah, I believe it. On Tuesday, and I was like, oh, well, maybe yeah, next we, week. We yeah, saw- the, the, the five it's a mix of the film is like the first big film, and the fact that so many more people have copped to the idea, <laughs> figured that out. Yeah. Like, I used to be able to go. I don't go now because of the, usually at work late or going to the gym late. I used to go on Tuesdays, and it was cool because you're like, hey, nobody really knows that everything's like five bucks. Everything's like dirt cheap that Tuesday, but yeah. then people figured it out. Like, Dope. Yeah. You can't even get to the well, studio so you- girl or whatever and see me. Yeah. I had a bunch of people at work that were saying, oh, yeah, we go there every Tuesday. And then over the last couple months, like, we don't go anymore because you literally cannot find a parking space. And you can't get you can't see the movie you want to see at the time you want to see it anymore. Yeah, I saw it on one of the smaller theaters, but I definitely want to go back and see it on Atmos and mm-hmm. really absorb you know, it. When I went, to the, I went to the AMC in Woodland Hills, and the, on the theater, they had it on at 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, which theater was packed on 9 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Yeah. Was the Dolby Atmos, and I think it makes it makes a lot of difference for that movie, especially. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I, I don't think I think I saw it at one of the smaller theaters. I don't remember now. I just saw it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what theater I saw. It. No, I enjoyed it. Um, it felt like a nice combination between, like, something like Guardians, and then a more of the Earth based, you know, put Marvel in, films. Put in that too. Yeah, that, that, that goes with the music thing. Yeah, so, well, I know because I, I almost, no, I, I, we'll know get to I know what we'll you're going to get yeah. to, and that was one of the things I was going to talk about. With there was no dance off though. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's something different. We'll get to. So it. I, I, okay. I enjoyed the film. I, I really liked the film. Um, there were a couple little things that I wish they would have done a little different, or may have moments. There's that one I would, big thing I wish they had done different. The the is it the Avenger? Nope. Oh, so. There's one thing that with the with the scrolls, especially when they got to the farm, I thought they were going to do the scrawl cow, which is you know one of the things that's happened in the comic books with the scrolls, and or at least when he said when when Monica's asking him what he can change into, I thought for sure he was going to say, well I can't do that, but I can do a cow or something, or at least you know just some reference like that to the comic because it was such a. <sighs> nostalgic moment in the comic book. I mean, if you think about it now, in the in what the scrawls, 
It was the overall thing of the scrolls. Um, uh, yeah, you know, that made me think that it should be there. Um, the, the only other little quirk I had was towards the end. Well, there was two quirks. That how Fury got his eye um, gashed up. Put a pin in that. Lost his eye. <laughs> we, can, we can do that first. When you and, get, and, the, and how the Avengers Initiative got its name. Those were the two we'll things. Put, put that in there too. Those are the kind of two things that I was kind of like. So let's let, let's go backwards. Uh, I want to start with that because it's interesting in that. But the one thing I, I did really, really like was that they shot the film like it was a '90s film. A little bit, yeah. They, 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 did, they didn't. They definitely didn't go as whole hog as Bumblebee did. No, as an '80s. But film. But when they got to the when she got to Earth, the way it was shot. A little bit, yeah. It, it reminded me of '90s films. Yeah. Um, so let's go backwards. Let's talk about Fury's eye because I'll give you the props and point out where I was wrong. I I don't remember if we talked about it on air or off air, but you asked. You said, "Do you think we'll see where Fury loses his eye?" And I said, right. "No, there's no way. It's not going to be in here. I mean, he loses his eye later. Yeah, it's got to be like on some shield mission. It's got to be Bogota. It's got to be something, you know." And so you're going through, and of course he has that first moment, and he's like, "No, I'm fine." Yeah. And then you get it, and I was like, "Damn, Rich was right. You did see it." Damn, that's a dumb way to lose his eye. I, that's exactly what I. But it was, the funny thing that also got me is it wasn't in Winter Soldier where he he's telling Cap he's like the last person I trusted. I lost an eye or something like that. Yeah. So you it made it seem like it was some badass story. That's what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> and it made it 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 made it feel. But that, like then again, that's what makes it, it works. also nice too. Yeah, but in in Winter Soldier, the some of the implication of it is that trusting Pierce is what lost him his eye. Right. Yeah. You know that he, the mission, what the mission that he was on with Pierce, yeah, went something wrong, something went wrong, and then and he lost his eye. Yeah, so yeah. there was that point. I did not. I get the Avenger piece. I didn't like the Avenger piece at all. No, and it's funny to go back through our our um, post message or our message thread, and I think Sebastian had mentioned you see something as her code name or project. Yeah, we were talking I about. Really, I really thought her. Call, call sign would be Warburg. That's exactly what I thought. I thought it would be Warburg. I was I, like, there you honestly, go. That's, that's an easy thing thought. to do it. So when I saw Avenger, it got even more, because when, when, even in the thread, when they said, well, it'll be Warburg, and it's like, well, you can't. Right. Because you're not allowed to have, your, your your call signs are not are not anything like super dangerous aggressive, or anything yeah. aggressive, because it's supposed to be a light, you know, it's, it's Joker. Right. Um, <clears throat> there was one that was like puke bag. Yeah, you know, if some of the stuff you see when you go to air shows on the side, it's hilarious. Well, it's kind of like you know, Big Bang Theory made a joke of it when Howard was going to space about how he got his nickname. Yeah. You know, you you don't they give you your nickname. You know, you you yeah, it's you can, kind of a you have a mantra little, you get. You have a little bit more to say, but yes, you're not allowed. Like, yeah, it's a Fruit Loop going to Top Gun. Jester would work. Right. Maverick, no. Yeah. Iceman, no. Viper, no. no. Not at all. Um, <laughs> so I thought that in. That's the piece, in, in as you're going through, and then the different things kind of change things or, or adjust things. That was the one where I'm like, not everything needs to connect. Correct. Like, this doesn't have to explain. Because it explains three things. You get Fury's Eye. You get the Avenger name. But it also changes the idea, and it's never been expressly stated, that S.H.I.E.L.D. finds the Tesseract. Yes. They that don't. That was the other thing. And, and it took me a minute when you realize you see the Tesseract, and you're like, oh... And another minute of film as I'm watching go through in the back of my head, I go, well, wait, wait S.H.I.E.L.D. Wait. didn't find it. So the, the line of, you know, it's almost like you have the extended edition of... of um, uh, Cap? Of, of, no, Avengers, where he says, 
you should have left it in the bottom of the ocean. And Fury says, nope, it wasn't us. Yeah. Not our fault. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. It came to us. You know, the impli- the again, the implication in that line when he's walking away and it says, you should have left it at the bottom of the ocean. Yes. Is that S.H.I.E.L.D. found it and picked it up. Right. But the thing is, that was, according to the timeline with Captain America, that was when he landed in the snow. So that's what, in the 50s? In the 40s. 40s. No, what I'm saying is... Within within the canon so within of that time, the forties to the nineties. No, I know. Yeah, but no, when no, he no. Saw, he, what he's talking about is when he. So in Avengers, Fury. when he when he goes to to recruit Cap and he shows him what they're they're going after mm-hmm. that Loki is stealing the Tesseract. When Cap walks away, he says something like, "You should have left it at the bottom of the ocean." The implication of that line is that it's Shield that finds it and takes it and starts to do experiments with it and everything. Well, this change. Ma- hold on, that this changes the. What you perceive to be the timeline. Again, it's never expressly stated in anywhere. There's never a lot, you know, there's nothing in Agents of Shield. There's something. I don't think there is. Isn't there something where you see the claw arm of a submarine pick up the Tesseract? I don't believe so. There is. I don't know which movie it is now, but there is one of the movies shows a claw arm picking up the Tesseract at the bottom of the ocean. Not to look up that because I, I do remember something like that too, where somebody grabs it from the. So then it's even more problematic, yeah. right? Because Shield gets it because Carol gives it to them. Correct. Or Kat so gives it the to thing them. is, well, yeah, Marvel has it up in her. Right, so it but, could Car- be but no, who... but Carol has it in her hand. and yes. she gives it to to, 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 Fury. to Nick. That's oh, what to I'm saying. The cat. Yeah, well, he gives it to Fury and the cat. Yes. The, the ultimate tentacle kitty. Because remember, you know, Colin, there's the tentacle kitties that Arabella always gets? Mm. As soon as we're sitting there watching it, Beth looks over and goes, look, tentacle kitty. <laughs> I, almost, I almost lost it because it was just, you know, one of those funny moments because we were waiting on the tentacle kitties to show up from the uh, Kickstarter. Mm. And uh, that, which brought up the whole thing of thought, you know, everybody assumed because of the toy that the cat was, you know, the goose was a scrawl. Yeah, well, made the idea that that Chris was a scroll. Which so can we go that. back and say that I did not spoil anything <laughs> for you in that action figure? Thank you. <laughs> Nick Fury is not even the one who puts the handcuffs and muzzle on him. Uh, I didn't, I didn't so... think it was Fury, but I, I always thought yes. Yeah, part of the reason that they did it was because it was, it was a scroll. So it was nice to have that little bit of a difference. I did. T- yeah, I enjoyed um, that. The so that's coming the, 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 so went, Whoa. The Tesseract thing was fine with me. It's just an interesting change. The Avenger yeah. thing was like okay, whatever. The um, Avenger thing I saw as a, you know, how much of an impact Carol made on Nick Fury. So that's I I can give you that too. But again, the hardest part of this is, as far as we know, and again, things can change. Is that this is a fairly small part of Fury's life. Now it's a big change, correct? And that gets into the Fury bit, where my problem with Fury is he's an idiot. Well, but Fury's. But he's also he, he's, really green too. He's, he's not that green. He's not that green. But and he's, he's just an idiot. An agent. So here's here's here's, I, I understand the dynamic. You can't put him in the film, titled Captain Marvel, and make him the boss of Carol when she gets to gets back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Yes, we knew that she was going to be one of my fears, and it's sort of there, but I'm willing to forgive it. Is that she's way OP in this? She's massively overpowered. Oh yeah, because everything she does works. Nothing ever kind of falls apart for her. Right. There's no... There's really no uh, confrontation for her in a way. It's, well, I mean, she has a little bit in the beginning when 
when she's but barely also the the part where she's meeting the the what's it called the all power or whatnot the, uh, yeah the it's, it's there but it's it's, it's one of those you really you she never has the thing on the neck that yeah she, but you know. well, that's that's her that was a, that was that, the, that was the girl power chip, moment yeah but that's for it, it's sort of a very straight line of but even everything. Works. Fighting, but here's we'll get back to. I want to get back she's to fighting Jude Law in the beginning. She's still blasting with her right with her photon. And, yeah, because and, she, that's what she has. Yeah. So my I'm watching this, and I know about halfway through. Actually, I know early on when he first meets Carol in that first couple of minutes, it works. Mm-hmm. And then once he once Fury gets like partnered with with, with Carol. It starts to fall apart for me. It's too buddy. Here's my switch. Make it Coulson. Oh, I thought so too. Yeah. Switch Fury and Coulson. Yep. And then it works because Fury's the one that's that's very much she's an alien or something's going on and I got to get her. And Coulson's the one that starts trusting her. Fury's at the top of the staircase with the gun pointed. Yeah, nobody's here and they leave. Now, you made a big deal of Sam Jackson being in the movie, right. so it's hard to you know, you, you don't want to do that. But in terms of the story for me, that changes Coulson as who would probably have been a green agent then. Well, they said he was brand new. Yeah. But also, it, I think it ties into the, the Paul Pager thing, too. But do you, well, he needs no, to have that kind of relationship. Well, that's the but thing. You, is you the, the Pager can go to Coulson, and Coulson could have given it, or Fury would have taken that's it from Coulson. Fury's already done it in the last movie. So no, 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 but that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if Fury has it or not, knowing his relationship with Coulson, because Coulson could, uh, Fury could have taken the Pager out of whatever was left when Coulson, quote-unquote, dies, or the fact Fury knows that Coulson's alive in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's in an episode. So I don't think it's a stretch to think that Fury would have been given the pager from Coulson as Coulson's going underground, knowing that Fury's still going to be a part of this. He's the head of it. You know, all it had to do was the, the mid credit scene or the end credit scene could have included the pager as well. Like this, this should really be in your hands in case something happens. I thought Coulson would be a much better character. It, it does explain why when aliens show up, Fury and Coulson are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We don't care because we've seen it before. We know there've been aliens on our floor. So that was, that was the point. That's the only thing, like, and, and it's, that, it's a nitpick too. And by it, and doing again, that, you're taking you're taking uh, Samuel Jackson out of being one of the co-leads. Yes, and you're giving it. I, to under, I understand. I understand the the I mean, real could, world ramifications of it. You I could think have, as you a could film, have, you could have split that, and at the beginning of it, have Coulson with her, and then something that happens. I think when the where, far, when the farm hits, Fury comes back. Yeah, but look, it's it's there. It's just something that. When I was watching it, as I got out of it, I said, "Boy, I wish they had switched those roles." Yeah, I, I, it's not. It doesn't bug me. It's not like this movie film's terrible because Nick did Fury's... you like the how when they made Coulson look younger? Did it look a little odd to you? It always so looks odd Fury. To me. It always looks odd to me. Um, here's it's one easier thing. with Fury because black don't crack, so he yeah. still looks. The same. But here's the one thing where they just gave him obviously hair. Fury wasn't high enough up the food chain yet to know about Ant Man. About Pym's Ant Man, who was working for Shield, because he didn't know about it. You know, th- this was the first time he encountered anyone that was quote unquote a superhero. Yeah, I guess not. Well, I mean, towards the end, he does say we need to find more. Right, because so. see, I, I when I first watched, it, I was like, 
he should know about Ant-Man. But then I thought, no, wait. That's he's he's a lower agent. He doesn't know about that's Ant-Man. That's what gives yet. me the implication that he's Well, the idea for Ant-Man also is that only those five people in S.H.I.E.L.D. knew about him. That's what it I'm saying. It was like the council he, knew. He's not high enough in the food chain at that yeah, point. It was like it was Stark and Carter and... Uh, or somebody else. Pierce I can't remember who was in the who was on that that first. Yeah, panel that first panel you see in yeah in the Ant Man movie. That that's what led me to believe that you know Nick Fury is pretty green at this moment. In, oh in no, they, they, he's no, totally he's he, totally green. He, he's an agent, but he's not as. My green problem as is if this is ninety four. Yes, he's ostensibly supposed to be the head of the biggest organization, the biggest spy organization in the entire world in less than ten years. Right. It It's. Again, I'm applying logic to a movie about a space alien that comes to Earth to try and find his wife. Um, it just wasn't enough time for me. I thought he should have been much more confident and better. My problem with the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they're morons. Like, the whole the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, hey, there's some Colombian army guys. Let's invite them onto our ship. Yeah. Don't vet them anyway. And let them keep their weapons. Oh, they're turning on us? Well, that sucks. We so, walked yeah. into a cave with an alien artifact. Are we going to check it out? No. I, I we're going to pick it up, bring it onto the plane, then invite the Colombians here, and then everything's going to be fu- Oh, wait. They have guns. I forgot. It's just like, they're just idiots. That's that's my problem with I that I looked at this thing. as this was the... the it's the start. The, the, everything. To make, this mm-hmm. is what the catalyst to make Fury... But that works Fury. with Colson, too. I understand. I totally That's my that. problem. That, no, that, I, but the thing is, is I think it works so much better with Colson. I agree. I totally agree, and but I totally thought it that doesn't. And there's nothing I can do about it, and that's fine. So it didn't. It didn't take away. I don't. I'm not looking. This should have been Colson. I'm never going to let you in. So it was still. It's fine. It's good. I love Samuel Jackson. I thought their chemistry is amazing, and you can see it at every press tour they yes. do. I mean, everybody seems to really love such, each other. You know, I mean, her her humor and her her uh, wit in it was very good. I thought yeah. maybe it was too much because I think there's a lot of it. And that's it where it's the, fall, it that'll fall becoming, into then my next point. That almost so, comes to the Peter Parker type thing. I'll go with uh, my next point. I want to talk about the music well, and talk okay. about the, talk about the GOGTG because if we go all the way back to when Guardians wasn't out. You yet. and I are exactly in the exact same. And we were this. well. No, I want to talk about this because before Guardians came out, the months before, I said Guardians of the Galaxy is the most important Marvel release yes. that'll ever exist because if it doesn't work. We're going to get Iron Man 19, Cap 20, Thor 45. You know, those are the only films they're going to make. And obviously it worked. It changed the format. There's two things that changed the format. The Russo Brothers Winter Soldier. Yes. And Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Every Marvel film since seems to run into one of those two lines. Exactly. Thor Ragnarok is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. But much better. Um, Well, the idea of using a popular song... To score your final battle mm-hmm. has now been done three times. At least. At least, if not more. And it is here. And I thought it didn't work here at all. No. I did not like it. I thought it could be right out of it. because See, as much as I like the music in it, I... I love the music in it. I didn't like it for this final act no, or final either. thing or whatever. I didn't either. Because it also a year and a half removed... Yeah. You're... Year and a half full year, yeah. Year and a half removed from Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Right. Thor Ragnarok, it works so well because that song is about, well. That song works exactly. I mean, well, because the song's about about yes. Vikings and Norse mythology and everything. Um, but here's the thing: is also, it feels like is it what the No Doubt song, right? 
Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm just a girl. Yeah. Okay. So, I was to so, so in, Thor, in Thor Ragnarok, it works because it's Thunderlord. You know, here it's I'm just a girl, and that's the only moment in the entire film. I went, oh God, really? Yeah. Like, girl power. I'm all for it. It's great. It's amazing. That's the part where it was like over the head. Like, come on, yeah. do you get it yet? The girl can do anything. It's, yeah. Marvel to me has fallen in as just as you said. They've fallen into this basically. That's why I don't want to see the end the end game trailer because I'm sure it's just filled with music. <laughs> they fall into this. They just formula. play I'm just a girl the whole way through. Well, it's it's so many of the, the trailers yeah. are the Guardians trailer using the the popular music rather than the score music to have it. The the Popular, the, 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 wasn't the popular second music of the time what, something that fits right. a, a pop a pop music song an earth music song right a, you know led zeppelin no doubt beastie boys i mean iron man whatever. did that with with iron man you know with black sabbath yeah iron but man, of course but, it fits but they didn't use it it's not like when he fought Obadiah uh, obadiah stain no in the in the power armor it wasn't you know they didn't even use it until the end after yeah. he says i am iron man yeah which and it is how totally that song starts. totally fits there right yeah. but i it so that part i was just sort of like oh, it kind of rolled my eyes so it was very all of these films are influenced i mean obviously guardians made nearly a billion dollars yeah. if you just for inflation it's probably there at this point um, we know Rich spent one hundred and forty five dollars in tickets alone. <laughs> spent half a million on it. Yeah, <laughs> half a billion. Uh, so it, it was interesting as I walked out and I thought of that and I said, I remember saying before the the movie came out, it's the most important Marvel film, and I think that's proven to be right. Well, because yeah. that if that movie bombed, relatively bombed. We would have never seen any of this. No. I don't think you would have ever seen this universe And exist. the way that they've stylized their films now mm. is... That and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Such a, such a visceral reaction, I think, from people for those two films. Oh, yeah. It looks like they have more fun with their movies now rather than trying yeah, to I think they always structure. did, but they, yes, they, it is, they it is something where it's before, a point. But they definitely... No, I think especially after way. Thor Ragnarok, they seem like... This I think really kind after Ant-Man, this works. Yeah, or Ant-Man. when you get when you get that that one two kind of punch of Guardians, Ant-Man. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They're not Ant-Man exactly, but it's pretty Ant-Man close. And the Guardians were when it comes the same to the, the comedy part of these movies is like this works. Let's have fun with it rather yeah. than like Thor Ragnarok right. is obviously a very different film from Thor or. But the Dark good World. thing is they're not falling on that as the no. as the main formula. Because, but boy, the, it, it does separate Infinity War and what will probably be Endgame. It's going to be a very different film than the stuff you're seeing around it. Sure, but even with, but even with, because think of it, you have War. you have Thor Ragnarok, Ant Man and the Wasp, and uh, Captain Marvel in between those two films, or right around it. Thor Ragnarok's just before it, so you have a buddy comedy, uh-huh. Infinity War, uh, a buddy comedy. Right. In, in, in Man of the Wasp, a buddy Pretty comedy, good. and Captain Marvel, and then Endgame. <laughs> so you're like, one of the two of these are not like the others. And but I even, think it sets the gravitas for those films is so much different, and why you have a more, a different connection to it. Right. But look, but even look at, at, at uh, Infinity War. I mean, it starts out on a very, very low point, you know, with... With what happens to the Asgard? Yeah, we all think that Korg is dead. We all right. wanted to cry. But then, but then you get <laughs> a little. All right. bit, I'm all right. You get a little bit of a lighter moment with with Tony on Earth, and then when the you get to the Guardians, you're having a fun, normal Guardians type moment, and then until they break off, yeah. Then it's it all just, lies. 
Yeah, but they, they were able to get those those ebbs and flows with... And I'm sure the, you're going to see that in Endgame, too, because if it's just three hours of, okay, I don't sadness, know how much you're going to get it. Because to the end. <laughs> no, but I don't I, know. I think you have to, though. In a movie... It's I'm sure there'll be a moment of, of it, but... Well, that's the thing, is you really... No, can't. obviously, you know the tone is, you know, building up to, we're going to make this work type deal. Well, every there movie, are, I mean... It, it's Winter Soldier has a ton of comedic moments in it as well, even though it's you know it's gonna bring you life up falls in the middle, yeah, and then right at the end. You're well, just no, I, like, I think you'll Endgame. Hard, Endgame I is think. that the first third of Endgame is going to have to be solemn. I mean, there's no there's no way around oh, it. Yeah, it everybody's oh, no, gone. I mean, yeah. most of them have lost their best friend. <laughs> Tony's got to be like, uh, so I killed Spider Man. I killed Spider Man. I killed Doctor Strange. Strange. All I got left is this chick with a bunch of metal in her. And that's it. I Everybody killed all of her friends. <laughs> I'm glad that Star Lord disappeared because I would have killed him. <laughs> Although I, I was done about it. to throw him. But come on, you, into the you gotta at least you gotta at least give Marvel credit for the absurdity of the end of Guardians of Galaxy Volume One with the dance off. No, they at least made reference to it in how absurd it was in Infinity War. Yeah, because the Russo brothers probably watched that and went, that's dumb. And it comes from the, uh, Drax of all people. Yeah. You know, which makes it even, makes that moment not work, but... It's still dumb. It works uh, in a way. It's one of those things you throw it in there and then afterwards you're like, oh, we have to apologize for um, Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Ronan, once again, did nothing. <laughs> he's such a bit part anyway. You forget he's in this almost. But uh, it's the it's, other one too, the pursuer, or no? Is that Ronan's? That's Ronan. Ronan, the, 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 the accuser. accuser. He, Ronan is a, is an accuser. One of the things I think they didn't explain well in this is what an accuser is Correct. in the Kree Empire. They're basically like these magistrates of justice that, or or generals, or um, they're they're kind of the uh, the and they're nasty people, mm. and they're not they're not they're not great people. So at who's all. the other kind guy of, with him? They're kind of the judge. It's dread. just like his his. Uh, Major Domo was. The yeah, they're they're kind of like the judges in Dredge Dread. Yeah, he Ronan the Accuser is. They, they've he's been the only one sometimes in the comics. Then sometimes they're like, no, there's more. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or there is a single accuser, and Ronan is basically like a superpower within it. He'd be like Darth Vader in in the thing. Like Darth mm-hmm. Vader, there's only gets to be one. Right. In this case, I think they they put in here that there's more than one accuser, but it's the same idea. It's the supreme intelligence, and these guys are all attached mm. to to met out the the supreme intelligence's will, which in this case is we're going to blow up Earth. Because which plan- we don't the, want. the accusers go in and decide if the if the occupants of a planet are worthy to live or not. Mm. Okay, and they basically judge, jury, and execu- executioner. Because they're like, oh, he has a buddy. But I, I, don't, I don't know who this buddy is. <laughs> no, he he was just a regular accuser. Yeah, yeah just someone to talk into the... the um, but yeah, I just thought that here's here's another chance that you could have used Ronan a little bit better, and you didn't. I don't think he falls into the... St- as soon as you went with Jan Rog, then you kind of throw Ronan out of it. I True. mean, the, the, the good guy slash bad guy... I will say I really enjoyed the what they did with the Skrulls, because... 
I, I went to the movie going, both the Kree and the Skrulls are bad guys. Yeah, I know. That's what I the was The Kree thinking. is kind of that mid-ground because they do have, you know, Marvel comes to Earth and mm-hmm. tries to save him, and the Kree have kind of been on that weird side one or the other. But I, I was like, what are they going to do? Because you know, you know, I didn't know yon Rog was, was a villain in the, in the comics, which is helpful, just like I forgot Crossbones' his real name, which right. was great for Winter Soldier. And I was oh, like, yeah. You get to the end, like, oh, he's Crossbones. Yeah, that's his real name. Did you know that? Yes, I did. I did not forget that at all. I. It didn't help. It didn't really hurt that he had his straps were across. Yeah. The whole time. It just didn't. <laughs> didn't occur to me. So that was a nice surprise. But I knew the way that the film was set up was fairly obvious that Jan Rog would be. Yes. It'd end up being an adversary. Um, I'm assuming Jaiman Hunchu is supposed to be the same character. In Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, yeah, that's what threw me off, too. Uh, yeah. Because, well, if you look at that squad, they're different races. Right. So that's where I was like, okay, it's just... It, it, there's, there's not like a, a, a Cree, a pure Cree. See, I thought that he was going to turn on the squad and join with Ronan at that point. But apparently, however he joins with Ronan is when Ronan separates himself from the Cree. Empire, because you know, remember, because in Guardians they talk about how the Kree Empire didn't want him to go off and do, you know, um, Thanos's bidding, or whatever he was doing for Thanos. That 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 was against what he was supposed to be doing for the Kree. So he kind of formed his own cult then, and that's when, you know, he started massing his his. Minions army. Or well, he whatever. so basing on IMDb, he is playing the same character. They give him both the same name in both movies. Interesting. So. It's just that he hasn't gone over to Ronan's side yet. No. No, you're talking about Jivan Hunchu's character. Yes. He's yeah. basically a bounty hunter in Guardians, mm-hmm. isn't he? No. Maybe. No, he's he's he is works he more for than Ronin. the beginning. He does. I don't yeah. Know, I don't even remember that. He because he he works for Ronan. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Someday I'll see Guardians again. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen it once. Um. Yeah, no. This the whole scroll thing kind of took me for a loop. With I was kept waiting for him. after the farm. I was waiting for them to turn. On. Well, I was trying to see what this kind of twist would be in the middle, and I didn't necessarily not see something coming but i didn't see that coming yeah but it makes a lot of sense oh yeah um especially let's just thought ben mendelson is amazing oh yeah. i love that dude so much he's i mean he, you put a bunch of makeup on him and he's great and he just as himself for a little while he was great it's just like i just i don't know there's one of those guys now i'm just like, god he's, he's just awesome except you just did not like him in ready player one did you no i didn't i i, I don't there's a lot of people involved with Ready Player One that I refuse to admit were a part of Ready Player One. That's not a Steven Spielberg movie. I'm not going to do that. As he couldn't, he could not have directed that crap. Um, ben Mendelsohn, that that's his paycheck movie. That's just like, I, he whatever. no. Listening to him on that press tour, listening to him in the panel, he it's, it's called acting. He truly <laughs> enjoyed. He truly enjoyed spending the money he made for that. He, that's, that's, that and he was like, that movie's not you know as what? bad as you. That movie is crap. The book is so much better. The but book is terrible. <laughs> the book is is I love, absolute claptrap. I love that book. Yeah, claptrap. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. 
It's a, it's it's an it's it's a very interesting psychological dissertation on somebody who so desperately wants pop culture to mean something. As we're on a show about pop culture, if you that really doesn't mean anything. If you, no, because I can I can relate. I, no, Ernest Miller, ob, Ernest Klein. Sorry, didn't even get his name right. On, obviously, was feeling some serious nostalgia for his for growing up in the seventies and eighties when he wrote that book. The same thing that I'm not I de- think about all the time now yeah, as a but middle-aged you know man. doesn't mean anything. That's the thing. The problem with it is that book is him desperately trying to find a way that knowing every line to War Games means something. You know what it means? Nothing. It means nothing. And sure. it's him trying to find a world in which... You know what? In to the belong. future, in the future, pop cultures, that's all you're going to need to know. You don't need to know math. You don't need to know science. You don't need to know engineering. You don't need to know people skills. You just need to know about the 80s but, and adventure so that yeah. you can figure out how to find stuff. And growing that's the up we're in to. that time period. I grew up in the set, same time I know, period. So I'm saying it's growing up in the 70s, 80s, talking about pop culture, talking about Star Wars and stuff like that, you were ostracized. I was ostracized. Right. Most people, yeah, unless and you And here's the thing. A- we won. It's over. So it, there's no reason. It's yeah. just, it, there's just, and that's the thing is, if you went back there, yes, when I see kids now, when I see teenagers, when I see the kids in college, like, you have no idea. And it's the right. most old man thing I've ever done. You don't know the struggles we went through to get to this point. And what it was is we got to this point and we decided this means something. Yes. Knowing, 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 knowing what, what Back to the Future is means something. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's just the fact that we enjoy, we continue to enjoy the same things that we enjoyed when we were in the '80s. We still enjoy them. We didn't outgrow any of, the, of them. One of the plot, one of the points of Ready Player One. No, the point of Ready Player One. The point of Ready Player One was to figure out how to get an info dump that's forty-five pages long. <laughs> I mean, it's just and this boss, Deuce Mockashina that comes in there just like, oh yeah, by the way, I bought a code off of some guy six <laughs> months ago that you didn't see, and that's how I got out of my cell. That book is terrible. So anyways, um, Captain Marvel, <laughs> the Skrulls, it was a big change. I, I was, I was Well, in the, mo- in the modern comic, it's not, because Hala is destroyed. Yeah. Star-Lord's dad destroys it in, uh, just before Black Mirror or something like that. Yeah. Not Black Mirror. Black Gate. Black... Black something. I don't remember. That Netflix show? No. Well, that's what, that's what I was like. No, Mirror, it's not Black, Black Mirror. Gate. Well, Black Mirror is also the, the Batman story. Yeah. There was, some, there, was a, there was a crossover between Guardians and the X-Men, and part of it is that uh, Hala gets destroyed. It was... And the Skrulls are now... Yes. In, in the Marvel Universe, the Skrulls are now a nomad species. Correct. Because they have no home world. So when they brought that out, I'm like, oh, yeah. So they went with that. So, yeah. And it makes them... And, and I did like that <gasps> Mendelssohn's character that? admits... When he says, my hands aren't clean either. Right. You know, I've done some things, but you sort of, okay, we understand. You're, you're sort of fighting a war, but you didn't tell us why. Yeah. And the flip side is like, yo, the Kree came and destroyed us. Like, this, yeah. is, this is not our fault. Well, the one thing I said was, well, the first, the first thing I said when I walked out of the theater was, I was like, well, there go the chances of a secret war movie or a secret invasion movie. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to see that. I think that's a hard one to do. Yeah. Oh no, it is. It's a hard one to sell. Yeah. I will say that I'm surprised. I'm good. I'm gladly surprised because before the movie came out, I was scrolling through and there was this, you know, what was listed as a spoiler from the art book because they took, I guess, 
they were showing that the Kree, or not the Kree, the scroll change into anybody, basically. So they used the image of Nick Fury and a scroll and showed the like the phasing into Nick mm. Fury. And so I was like, oh, are you serious? Like, they're going to play it where Nick Fury is a scroll. And I'm glad well, they did with Coulson. Well, they did with Coulson, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that it wasn't something that stuck. Yeah. You know what also didn't stick was Blockbuster. <laughs> they, yeah, they did, actually. There's still one. There's one. Up. There were two it, up until last week. Now there's one. Now there's I one. thought the last one, I thought that, that was the last no, one that closed. there's one left. There's one in Oregon. That's it. Well, of course. They said this is the second to last one to close. I know there were two for a while. I thought the last one actually closed. Um, no, the, but yeah, the, the scroll thing was knowing the, you know the scrolls, reading the scrolls for years. It was a really nice change, and it made the movie better because it was something that you didn't expect to happen. Yeah, which is something that Marvel has been doing very well in the movies. Um, so what did you think of Goose? Or wait, go back. Um, did you think when they were in the spaceship that it was going to be maybe um, the start of Sword? No, no, did because Carol Carol's you, had a lot to do with with Sword. No, she's an Alpha Flight. Well, yes, but in the Alpha Flight, what took over for Sword? For Sword? For yeah, Sword. But Sword was done by uh, the green haired chick that I can't remember anymore. And astonishing. Uh, Everybody yeah. forgets where Sword started. It started as a as a Fox property. Yes. Well, it started in a property that was owned by Fox. Yes, it was. It, it was, was an astonishing. Uh, yes, I forget the girl's name now. Uh, Abigail Brand. Abigail Brand. Abigail Brand. Yeah. yeah. But I forget her her call. Can't her. remember. I can't remember uh, who Crossbones is, but I remember <laughs> Abigail Brain. Brain. Brand. Brand. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. So that too, that that woman. Um. So no, it was just. I think they just wanted to put her her laboratory yeah up and whatever no i enjoyed the movie uh what'd you think of the uh the mid-credit scene well the mid-credit i mid-credit scene is very different in tone <laughs> well, well the mid-credit would be the oh no because no, that's the, yeah the mid-credit, the mid-credit is the avenger scene is the avenger scene i got a feeling that's just a shot from the film it is <clears throat> so it, yeah it is it's, it's just like uh remember ant-man when it was uh Mm-hmm. When it was Steve and and, uh, and Sam sitting there with with Bucky in the uh, mm-hmm. and they had his arm in the press. Is that actually in the film? Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, it's in the press when uh, right before yeah right after they they track him down to capture him. Yeah, it was like one of the first scenes in the next movie when he or, when right after he the escapes Civil War I think yeah, yeah right after he escapes from the uh, yeah. from the the lockdown or whatever it was. Mm. And Steve asked him, you know, are you who you are? Are you good? Yeah, basically. Yeah. After he holds a helicopter. Yeah. Those big, giant Captain America <laughs> So, figure, remember when we were talking about on the thread, which uh, Marvel heroes had been in the most movies? I mean, we figured out that Fury's been in 10. That, uh, I'm a character, I'm not a well, yeah, okay. Like superhero. But... That Tony Stark has been in 10, but Cap's been in 11 now. Well, he wasn't in this one. Where was he in this one? He was in the mid He was in the mid credit. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, really. Does it really count, though, because it's from it's another like movie? Credits. It's like a, from the credits. But know, also, has really nothing count to do from this movie. Do you know? You so uh, we've made up. There's four Avenger movies. There's three Cap movies. That's seven. 
He was in this one, eight. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming, that's nine. Ten was Ant-Man. Um, and 11... Who's he in Ant-Man? At the very end with the, with the scene we were just talking oh, about with the press. Yeah. And then 11 is... Uh, Four seconds in Dark World. Yes, in Dark World. <clears throat> so his that character shows up, at least... Even though you could say... Dark that World isn't that character. Dark though. World doesn't count. Chris Evans has shown up in 11 yes. films. Yeah. Well, technically, Captain America has also shown up. <laughs> well, he's, it's not Captain America. He, right. He's Loki. Loki he's Loki. He looks the, like Captain America. So. Yeah, but it's not Captain America. So that's why it's, Chris Evans is in 11 but films. But he does Captain say, America. Feeling... If it looks like him and it sounds like him... Well, no, him. because it could be Loki or it could be a scroll. You don't know. That doesn't mean that's them. <laughs> The Captain America character has shown up in 11 of the films. Um, Chris Evans in costume has shown up in 11. So, Avengers released a trailer this week. Um, that we didn't see. Move on. That we didn't really see. You know, some that of I saw. See, but I won't see. And there's not a lot. I saw the, the teaser that Marvel put out, but I didn't watch the full trailer. There is one thing that I saw in this trailer that really makes me want a Disney Channel... Avengers Academy show. Don't tell me. I don't. Don't stop. No, but just I, no, no. Stop. That's it. I don't care. But uh, even that, I can start to put things together. So the poster, stop. however, poster's trash. The however, the poster I hate, for the, no, the event. All, they put all four Avengers posters up. You forget how terrible the first two Avengers posters are. Yes, Age of Ultron and first Avengers posters are god awful. Infinity War isn't too bad composition works for me and this is infinity war with half as many characters right because half of them are gone um yeah this perfectly one, balanced the the end game poster caused a lot of controversy it caused a lot of made-up controversy it's stupid yeah it was it was dumb controversy i mean i but, think the the poster gave you or gave me what i'm looking at it and um, Okoye, Okoye, mm-hmm. yes, yes. I keep getting that. The, the key and Okoye. Yeah, I can never. I cannot say the actress's name, so I'm just going to say Okoye. Okoye being on the poster, I was like, "This is awesome. She's going right. to play a bigger role in the film." And then, yes, the actress's name was not on the top. There's 85 people in this film. Yes, the, some of the names are going to get left off. You don't know how much she's but in the, it. But it was. I think it was the point that everybody on the poster. They said the animated raccoon got their name up there without her. Yeah, Bradley Cooper just made had sex with Lady Gaga on stage at the Oscars. Of course, you're going to put his name up there. <laughs> people know who Bradley Cooper is. He just absolutely slammed that her on the piano. That was my point. Was the names that were up there were for people? You know, th- I mean. That they that people would the better thing they should have done was just put, not put the names at the top. I that was yes. It's like do any of these people really need to be named? Right. Does any you know does does, does Robert Downey Jr. Who's go? You know what? Again? No one's gonna know I'm in this film <laughs> if my name's not on it. They can't I've been in eleven it. films. This is, I'm not in this one. Come on. Yeah. So it was it's such a made up thing, and I think it had everything to do with being on the heels of Captain Marvel and the controversy with Captain Marvel, and. The, the what that film is and what it stands for and, and a bigger th- oh, thing. You know, it's like, oh, she's an African-American woman. It was everything. It was everything yeah. kind was of... Everything. If that was... poster had been released two months ago, no one would have noticed. But it was just the fact that everybody else whose face was represented on that poster, their name was represented at the top, except her. 
And Marvel said it was a mistake. You know, they get their... they went back and changed it, and people were still upset. They were saying, "No, you just changed it because we told you to." Yes. Well, yes. Exactly. <laughs> I, I hate it. It's 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 the thing where you, someone wants something really bad, and you're and originally you're like no, and then you said yes. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll do what you yeah. want to do. Well, I'm still mad. Why? Literally, just did what you wanted me to do. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm giving you exactly what you want. You've you've said something. We realize we're wrong, and we're making that change. Well, the only real reason you realize because you told us. Yes, you told us. We said, yeah, you know what, you're right, and changed it. Why are you still mad? Exactly. We apologize. Here's the fix. Wow, thank you. No, it's. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So, so if her name's not on the Black Panther 2 poster, that's where you have a problem. <laughs> if it's just Chadwick Boseman and then it just parentheses every other black actor in Hollywood <laughs> with Martin uh, with Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> Token if, white if guy. If I can't think of the black, tall I, I watched Black Panther the night after the Oscars because it was nominated for Best Picture. It just made me think. I was like, you know what? I've only seen this once. I kind of want to see this yeah. again. And I watched it again. It's actually better the second time. Um, but as soon, as soon as the scene where Barton Freeman sits down across from uh, from Claw, from... Um, uh, Come on, you'll get it. You'll get it. No, I won't. <laughs> wow. Smeagol? No, I, I, I can tell you every character. Caesar, Smeagol. Uh, <laughs> he's in King Kong as, as the cook. <laughs> He has like an overhaul. He has like he has like an acting school. <laughs> Devastator. <laughs> oh, he's gonna. This is my this is my Devastator moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. Why do I keep having the word Jerry stuck in my head? It's not Andy Circus. Andy Circus. That's what it is. You shouldn't have given it to me. I, I would have. I would have never given it to you. But your forehead is turning. <laughs> my brain is turning red. It's about to have an aneurysm. Uh, oh, I finally after so many No, but you ruined it. I never gave it to you. You gave it up with it. Uh, I finally figured it out. After, <sighs> after I named Snoke, every Snoke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> name all those characters. After and I every time every Martin, individual when Martin Freeton Freeman sits down across from Andy Circus, immediately popped into my head, hey, it's the Tolkien white guys. Yeah. And I I'm watching this film and I just started giggling, sitting in my chair in the living room, watching the film. And he sits down, like, <laughs> white guys. That's one of the greatest lines in history. Oh, uh, when that came up on my thread that first time, I oh, lost I it. I died. I was like, whoever, whoever did that, whoever did that was that was brilliant. It should be president. I yeah, mean, let's, let's just face it. Um. So, uh, James Gunn. James Gunn had a week. He had a he had a great week, I guess. James Gunn is going to make a whole bunch of money from two different studios that hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> for two films that were the second the the second of the two films pretty much ripped off the first film in how they did the music and everything. Uh, speaking talking about Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad too, we all we kept talking we talked about this a couple weeks ago where. We couldn't figure out if he was going to direct Suicide Squad 2, but we knew he it wasn't was wasn't couldn't figure it out. We knew that he was not announced. Right. He had written a script. Everyone assumed he was directing it. Correct. But it was never it was never confirmed from Warner Brothers. It was always in talks or right. he's on the potential list, but he never signed a contract 
to direct Suicide Squad 2. Yes. And that's because he's directing Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because Dave Bautista is now the president of Disney. <laughs> well, it wasn't just Bautista. It was... No, the, no. The that, that's what happened is Dave Bautista became the president of Disney. And oh. that's why he reversed the decision. I, very, uh, very odd. It, it, honestly, it was a very odd thing because they were so adamant at the time. I and told they were you adamant when it first happened six months later. They're going you can tell it, it, but it it's still the even money was they were not going to back sure. down on it because in this age and the things that were on there, as we said, none of us agreed with it. Right. It seemed the general consensus wasn't to agree with it, but in a corporate structure in which really everything you do is safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can argue that Captain Marvel, as a film, suffers for its safeness by never making Carol in a spot where she's really, you know, out of her element. Right. Uh, but that kind of thinking is a corporate thinking of we need to be very very safe, and we can't have someone whose tweets from ten years ago that are homophobic and they're racist or whatever mm-hmm. can be seen as a director of the next film once we know these things it's an interesting week also because it everyone said disney's not doing pirates because they want to get out of the johnny depp business right now it seems that amber heard lied yeah possibly allegedly now is Mm -hmm. is that she lied and maybe johnny depp isn't as terrible a garbage person as we thought so the movie that that became the movie with the girl that then became the TV series, the worst part of the Johnny Depp thing is we're going to get Pirate 6 and it's going to suck because <laughs> Johnny Depp's going to be in it again. Unless they do, unless they... No, it's a whole different issue. They do it the, as a handing over. Or like yeah, a, the, a, you know, a handing over movies never work either. Indiana Jones 4. Sure. Um, and James Gunn. So it just, it's, it's an odd thing and now you wonder where that film fits. Script's already done. The script's been done. Supposedly. We knew we, we knew since we also October knew that the they possi- were going to but keep with his script. But you knew the possibility that they would change some of Endgame. Right. Thinking that maybe Dave Bautista isn't coming back. Because right. Bautista said that if he didn't direct it, he wouldn't be on it. And then, like, if you don't use the script, I'm not going to be on it. And then they went to Dave Bautista and said, you want to be the president of Marvel? I'll do Guardians of the Galaxy 3. <laughs> uh, I'll do Geo. Do you want to? Oh, sure. I'll take over. I'll take over. What's his face's job? Bob Iger's job. I can remember his name, but I can't remember Andy Serkis. Um, it, the one thing that I didn't know was about odd. the whole James Gunn thing in the beginning was that it was a Fox correspondent that for Fox News, yeah, that dug it up and released it, yeah, after right after James Gunn had mentioned something about Trump, right? No, we knew that from the start. I didn't realize, but I didn't realize it was from Fox. Oh yeah, it was a it's it was a blogger a, who works for Fox News that was went after very him because thing. yeah, it's just a lot of these things are right. This which makes thing. you kind of wonder: Do you think that someone at Disney said, "Well, we're not going to be bullied like this," you know? Because I mean, Disney, you know, Bob Iger, no, I really, Bob Iger was originally on Trump, one of Trump's panels. You know, I when, really think. It was Disney realizing no one wants to direct this film. Yeah, that's. I, I think this is purely a business decision. Well, at this point, now, you're, you're looking. You're, you're pointing at. You're pointing at an idea that you've got a film that seems to be a slam dunk. 
both films are massively successful. The Guardians are well received in the Avenger film mm-hmm. now. You were trying to find somebody to do it, and no one's willing to do it. I think you had a thorny issue using his script. Well, if also you fired him, to step into somebody else's. Oh, there's a lot of people that are willing to step into other people's shoes on diff- for different occasions or different reasons. You remember in this when case, episode seven, not a lot of people wanted to direct. That's that a film. whole diff. That's a different. That's a different vein. Uh, this is you, but you found somebody that was willing to do it. Yeah, I don't think they found anybody that was willing to do it. I don't think they found anyone who's willing to say, okay, I'll do that film. Well, because the, you didn't know what film you were doing. Right. I mean, it's still going to Part of the reason that we kept saying he hasn't been confirmed to do anything is he's still under contract. He right. still has a non-compete clause. He's still trying to figure out, him and his agent and his lawyer and his accountant are trying to figure out how much Disney owes him. And I think there, if they there might the have been script, a little bit of that with it. There's probably a lot of it. As we were talking about it at work, and it was thinking... There's probably a point where financial comes up and says, just let him do it. Yeah. Because we got to figure out if we don't use his script, we still have no owe him money for the script because he has royalties on the script. His, he can sue us because he didn't break his contract. We broke his contract because right. there's no morals clause in this. This well, is even, all conjecture. Oh, but even all... the morals clause, if there, if there was a morals clause, you yeah. have him on for two Two movies, and you know of that this has been down the ether. For... But you can you can disprove that. You can put that into into sort of well, an odd thing. Legally. From inside sources, I do know that this has been set in stone for quite a while. I think you still had people looking for a new director because you really didn't. I don't think we really knew what was going to happen. You had a first, you had a couple months. There's where no there reason was. not to. There's no reason not to announce this. There's no reason to announce this the week after after Captain Marvel releases. No. This, and this came out because of a deadline interview that was done, and it just kind of was an oops type thing. You know? I don't think any of those are ever oops. Yeah, um, They're never oops. Just I when he admitted he was writing Guardians 3 on Jimmy Kimmel, and everyone was like, oh, he's giving us a secret. No, yeah. it was all staged because he's in a, he's on a Disney. But there are a couple type things like Mark Ruffalo has accidentally released. You know, Mark Ruffalo has never accidentally released anything. I guarantee you all of this Holland? is Tom Holland has never accidentally released anything because when if it's Ethan something sits up on that one. <laughs> it's nothing that anyone's going to have a problem with. Oh no, it's true. He, this is all cleared. Yeah. It's all stuff. It, it's you can't go through these types of things now without having your stars are not going to screw up that way right. months before a film. Tom Holland's not doing an interview right now and saying, "Oh yeah, I'm the one that kills that kills Thanos." Yeah. You know, unless it's Disney saying, hey, we want you to say that you Mark killed Mark Ruffalo doesn't accidentally leave his phone in his pocket going that's, for 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's, that's, all of that's BS. <laughs> yes, Ethan? Are you, did you have a comment? I didn't. I just He's just laugh. laughing. <laughs> um, I just think of it like, how much do these guys feel like, damn, why do I always have to be the scapegoat? Now everybody hates me because I'm ruining things. But do they really hate them? That's the thing, I think, in, in the new culture. And that's why I think that or they clear this sort joke. of thing because yeah. people want it. And they love the salaciousness of that false idea right. that they're sold is that they've made a mistake. Oh, I know something I'm not supposed to know. Yeah. I know something I'm not supposed to know. Oh, yeah. You see it with lower level people. I had a guy at, at work that worked on the sound for Last Jedi. And so he had seen the film. He's a sound editor. And he wanted to tell me the film. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I've seen it. I said, don't tell me. No, no, no but you, I'm just going to tell you. No, don't tell me anything. Yeah. And it got heated where I threw him out. I said, if you say one more word, I'm kicking you out. I don't want to know anything. But 
you gotta know what I know. I've seen it. Yeah. I, 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 I know something that you don't. I can't wait to tell you that sort of thing. That's not an actor that has an NDA that could literally cost them their contract. Yeah. You know, Tom Holland Get comes out, out here, and hippies. says, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't put it past Disney to fine him. If he comes out and spoils the ending of Infinity War, or I'm sorry, Endgame tomorrow, and he's really not supposed to, the next story in TMZ is Tom Holland's fined $500,000 because that's a huge break. So, so all yeah, that so stuff it, is it's all weird. You had, to, you had the sound editor for, uh, for the last shot I come in. I had one of the composers through work. They came in to test speakers, and they were putting on some of the Star Wars. And, I was, and they invited me in to listen to it because my, my boss did because of it. And as I walked up to the screen, they had the titles for the tracks there. And I, that's yeah. the worst. And I, yeah, that and ruined like, episode one like, for me. Whoa, 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 whoa! I said, well, cover. You know, I'll listen to it, but cover, cover that up. I don't want to see the the tracks." And they're like, "He's like, oh, I didn't even think about that." Yeah, because <laughs> you know, sure enough, the tracks will give you yeah. episode one. Yeah. Episode one, I, I made they the name mistake. songs after important parts. Of well, the movie. <laughs> and, and they used to. I mean, you could go through Return of the Jedi when you wouldn't see anything. You right. know, it's like Ewok March, the trap. You have no idea what that is. Yeah. You don't know because you don't know exactly where it is in the film. You didn't yeah. even know what an Ewok was at that point. Episode one was released like three weeks before the film. Yeah, something like that. The novel was released before the film, I think. The novel was released like a month before. Yeah, and because uh, I read the novel before, because the no- that was the weird thing was the novel for episode one was so much so different. I don't remember that. There were so many much. different things. Remember, there was a scene where where they're um, where they're getting ready to go back to Naboo. And R2 falls off of the platform and uses his rockets to get back up on it. I'm sure it's there. I don't remember that at all. But, but like, yes, episode one is has a title, The Death of Qui-Gon. Yeah. I still remember sitting on my bed. I have my headphones on. I'm listening to this music. Because I figure I listen to the music. Ah, crap. <laughs> well, I know what's happening here. So when they're in the... the chamber or whatever it was like oh i know what happens this sucks it's <laughs> as the music starts to play <laughs> so i do wonder where i have a feeling that we'll see are you hooked on that feeling yes um <laughs> don't do no not you stop nobody no nope, nobody ever needs to do that again uh that <laughs> by the end of the summer marvel will have their hey look what's coming I still think D twenty three is. Going There's to no happen. reason to do it at D twenty three. I know you. I know you. You didn't saying. do it the last time. Why would you do it this time? Yeah, I know. When you showed everything, including the Inhumans movie that wasn't. Yeah. You didn't do it at D twenty three. I'll also say, you know, no, no Star Wars trailer. Everyone swore <laughs> it would be right now, and I kept saying celebration, celebration, celebration. And I have no idea what Tony Daniel was doing on his Twitter. He had some weird coded thing that everybody thought was him counting down yeah. to the trailer, and then said, "What did you think I was counting down to?" <laughs> thought it was hilarious because no, I, I got i think mark hamill tweeted something it's like everyone keeps asking me when yeah. it's coming i was like i don't know <laughs> i i uh but they also this week announced they showed you the time and whatever for the episode, episode nine, nine panel, panel and it was yeah. like the one you need the one you want to see yada 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 it is totally there. friday yep and we're, what, what is it, the first week in april last yeah. week in april no Third week in april? first week in april first week in april Man, if I could have gone to ACC, I know. C2E2, WonderCon, and D23 all in a row, or Celebration, it would have been awesome. I know. You would be so burnt out. No. Especially because you got to work in between all those. No, if I did all it. that, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be someone who was working. At one point, I would. Only Mike. Mikey's the only person I know that could work and take a month off. Yeah, I know. 
no, well, at one point by I, himself, and so he's he's got money. Well, he flew with. he flew uh, Ellie down this weekend. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know where he is. Can't we'll, we'll have to talk after. I'm okay. not going to say anything on the air, but we'll have to talk. This um, is on the run from the law. <laughs> Uh, like he's not coming back. <laughs> no, but at one point I was doing CTV. Oh, I would believe too. that when he went to Japan, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> I was like, you ain't coming back, bro. <laughs> I was doing C2E2, uh, WonderCon, and then Celebration, but then Celebration fell through. And then C2E2 fell through because yeah. of Airbell was making state. I, I, I knew we'd be able to do all that. Uh, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, we were talking about James Gunn. James Gunn. So James Gunn does. So I think we'll. It'll be interesting to see where Guardians fits to movies that we. It, it's funny to see. You know, someone's like, "Here's all the movies we know because of the directors that have been hired." Yeah. And I looked at it. I said, "None of those have been announced. That's so, all conjecture." For Black Panther two, uh, Doctor Strange two, two. Black Widow. Um, Which Black Widow seemed to have? Uh, they, that was another news that came out this week. Emma Watson. Is being targeted to be part of supposedly. She's the first choice by the team right. that's running them. That's why I said targeted. Yeah, which means she won't do it. <laughs> and we had because on our thread we had a speculation of who she might or might not be mm-hmm. cast as. She's I got Martin Freeman's character completely right from oh, the yeah. get go. So no, I, after it, after you said it, I just didn't think they would actually have two widows. Oh yeah, black widows in the. But again, it doesn't have to be the same thing. Right. Like, they can name her something else. I, the idea of Yelena taking the role... Because the, the idea in the comic is she takes the role of Black Widow right. as the true Russian agent because Romanoff defects so early. Right. So, and then she joins Thunderbolts and all that jazz. So, I, I think they'll and, use Yelena or something akin to Yelena. And I said, Scar- I, I said the Scarlet Widow, but in a way... The look of that Black Widow had for uh, Infinity War was the Scarlet Widow. Well, the Black Widow's thing is, I think she becomes the White Widow. I think Elena takes the name of the White White Widow when she goes to Thunderbolts. So I could be wrong. That that may be what. Yeah, something like that. Because um, it was like the snow of Mother Russia yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it's like Black Widow's a real spider, White Widow isn't. But whatever. But no. Yeah. So here, here's the question: because the director of of, I almost said Stranger Things. Of Doctor Strange Two, released a picture from uh, Fear Strange. Itself of when Doctor Strange is falling under the water and you see Namor come up behind him. That they he released just a picture of just that of those two characters, mm-hmm. and everybody on Twitter jumped to the conclusion. But then forgot that they don't own Namor. Namor. That's that. That's exactly where I was going with this. Marvel doesn't own Namor. No, Universal does. Universal does. That's why you can't have a Incredible Hulk film by himself, other than the one that we had with with Ed Norton. Uh, that set up, you know, that was early on, but that was where they the two studios, kind of a, a Sony thing, where they worked together for Homecoming. But the, you're talking bringing Namor in. That's going to I mean, that's a. You're not going to bring Namor in in a Doctor Strange film either. That's that was my next thing. I think I think the with Fe- with Feige of... saying that Phase Four, Five. What are we up to? What's the next four? One? Four. Okay, the Phase Four is much more cosmic in nature. Yes. Because we'll get Captain Marvel two, and she'll probably be in space. We'll get another Guardians movie. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is easily in space too. Sure. And I think there's Mark Wade's reboot of Doctor Strange last year is. The start of it, because 
he goes to space. He goes through this whole thing. You know, Donnie Cates' run, or I'm sorry, uh, Jason Aaron's run and that Donnie Cates finished is the idea of, you know, magic doesn't work in the, in the world again. Uh, it's all wonky. When Mark Wade takes over and they do the relaunch last year, it's that magic doesn't exist on the earthly plane anymore. Doctor Strange has no power at all, so he goes to space to try to rediscover magic. There you go. So there's precedent for him to be a, a cosmic character right. out there. So and I think that might be the story Doctor, you see. Doctor Strange in space, you could do a tie into the Fantastic Four. If you wanted to. If you wanted to. With kind of your idea that the Fantastic Four was always there, but they wandered off into... Yeah. They, they actually were like, no, we'll be secret, which would be the big but, twist because they were the most public but team. But do you think that Marvel would try to do a Namor movie with the success of Aquaman? No. Because the, su- the success of Aquaman has nothing to do with Aquaman. True. Or do you think the success, success, success of Aquaman... No, they're not succeeding. Yes, I know. The success of Aquaman would keep Marvel from doing a Namor movie right away because they don't want to say, hey, look, we're just... You know, I think there's no incentive for them throwing to our do fish it. in the barrel. There, there's if they get Jason Momoa to be Namor, maybe he totally would play never that. work. No, it wouldn't. That's what's it. No, Aquaman didn't succeed because it was Aquaman. Aquaman succeeded because Jason Momoa was in it. Yeah, who that's would it. You, who would you get to be Namor? That's a good question. I'd pick somebody older. Yes. That's really good. If I really wanted to go crazy, I'd pick Bruce Campbell. <laughs> but it doesn't fit. But if it's just, I'd love to see, I'd want to see Bruce Campbell yell Imperious Rex or do the Imperious Sex line. Uh, um, <laughs> How did you convince her? It just gives a look. Oh, you Imperious Sexed her. Um, I feel kind of Chris Maloney might have the look a little bit. Hmm. See the thing is, you need an older guy that's got like a weird. <laughs> take a, uh, uh, oh gosh. What about John Hamm? Uh, so that's who I thought. Yeah, uh, he's not. He's not. The weird thing is, is I look at John Hamm as more comedic actor now because of SNL. True. <laughs> Some of the stuff he's done lately, I'm like, huh. I. You need someone to me that's pretty ripped. Yeah. But also, because I, if I were to do name more. Myself, I would do an older Namor. I would do King of the Seven Seas for a long time. Willie Nelson. You know, no. Um, uh, Patrick Stewart. That'd be interesting. <laughs> that'd be really interesting. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, I am terrible with names. I um, am completely lost. The drummer movie, dude. Yes. Gordon. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was Gordon. He was Gordon. Viggo Mortensen. Viggo Mortensen would be interesting. I don't know if Viggo Mortensen's ripped, though. Plus, if it's not Oscar bait, I don't know if he really wants to do it. And they'd be like, hey, wasn't he the Red Skull? Viggo Mortensen wasn't the Red Skull. He wasn't the Red Skull. I thought he was. (laughs) No, that was uh, Elrond. Yes. Hugo Weaving was Elrond. (laughs) How about Hugo Weaving for Namor? He won't do it. (laughs) No. Although, after Mortal Engines, he might. Um, no, I just read that because when I saw that, I thought it, it's an interesting, you know, idea of Namor. But would you, would where would you introduce him if you're going to introduce him? I, there's no reason to do Namor. J.K. Simmons. Thank you. I was just about to look that up. Um, J.K. 
You're not going to do another movie. I, I'd be shocked if they did a Namor movie. Namor's importance in the Marvel Universe was finding Cap. Yeah. As far as we know, he didn't find him because no one was talking about superheroes. Right. Even though you do see he a, was a mutant, a human and then torch. he wasn't a mutant, then he was the mutant again, then I don't know what they're doing. I, there's no reason to do a Namor movie. Especially, to me, especially after Aquaman. Right. I don't think a lot of people are like, oh, good, another Fishman movie. Yeah, I know. Wait, he's the king of Atlantis too? Really? Wait. I'm confused. So Shazam's coming out. Good for Shazam. Shazam? Good for Shazam. Uh, apparently DC... A lot of people I know are so excited for that film. Apparently... And I can't figure out if it's just... My- not my intense dislike to Zachary Levi I think that that's watches it. me watch those trailers and go, I have no interest I in this just, film. I just, no, I just look at that movie and go, no. Apparently, DC Universe is showing the original Shazam uh, TV series. What the hell is this Shazam? Oh, there was a, oh, you got to see the trailer for it. <laughs> Weird. It's crazy. Um, I didn't know there was a Shazam. Yeah, TV yeah. I after when I saw the hell was there a Shazam TV? After series? I saw the trailer for it, I was like, it was like in the seventies, eighties, or something. Early 80s, during the, I was like, that oh other time gosh. that we mined all the comic book stuff, but we made crap. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I remember this now. I don't remember that at it all. It was so bad. <laughs> um, anything else? Anything else? Did you have something related? else there? No, we we cut the uh, we trailer. We cut the trailer to talk about the poster. Well, yes. Okay, cool. The trailer didn't really show. I don't care. Anything, I don't. But... Everyone always tells me that, and I'm able to put it together. And I also, I don't want to see it. It's bad yeah. enough that someone showed the still frame of the uniform, and I'm like, damn it, because uh, well, I know what that's from. And I'm like, stop, just so that, stop. That's, that's the only thing it showed then. This is, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it at all. I just want to see the film. That's all I want. But the the toys had shown that anyway, so. Just, I haven't seen the toys. I didn't look up all the toys. I'm um, in a weird spot with toys. I can't find anything. Except the archive stuff. I, I can't it. find any of the archive stuff. Go to the, go, to, go, to the, um, go to the Target on Balboa and uh, Nordoff. I haven't seen any of the Target. I keep finding IG-88 everywhere. Which is weird, because that and Boba Fett seem to be the ones that are... From the people I know that have been searching, those are the two that they keep finding. Boba Fett's been the toughest. Mm-hmm. And then Luke. So I, I, got, I got IG-88 off of the... Uh, Hasbro Pulse. I got AG88 in Bosk when they first came out. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> they got them in New York. <laughs> I have so cool that I found one for you guys. And as soon as I texted you, both like, oh, I already have it. I bought it online. I, I didn't buy AG88 online. I was lucky. I found a set. I found a set there that first time, and I saw. I found an extra IG88 which I bought for Mikey. I haven't seen any of those, and haven't seen any of the new vintage. I thought I thought you had ordered all of them because. Um, oh, that vintage set you're never going to see because it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's just all Jin or so and Snoke. Uh, I, found, I, I found Bosk the other day. I didn't know you hadn't. I thought you had already ordered no. it. I did find one from a newer series for you, didn't I? The the trooper from Yeah, you found the one. You found the range trooper. I found one. <laughs> I want that one so bad. <laughs> I think that's one of the things I'm going to end up ordering in the case. The, the problem with those thing. is I love that packaging so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I ended up finding another Hoth Trooper, and the package was trashed. It was like, perfect. That means I can open it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anything else? Oh. All righty then. Well, you it's know where to point. check us out. Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. 
So for Chris and Ethan, I'm saying I'm already have a marvelous. I'm saying I'm already. I'm going to tell you right now. You're saying. I'm saying. Hello, saying. It's good to have a host be named Saying for a podcast. We'll talk to you next week. We sang to you next week.